0: Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yeah, Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is too short.
1: Hey, I'm Mariah Carey.
2: Holla at you folk.
1: <laughs>
0: Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Dick.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent.
2: On demand. We got a big broadcast to do here. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs>
1: Fair warning, I'm not nice and I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. So I'm going to spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. (laughs)
0: You know what time it is. It's time for In The Mix With Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed. From your Keep It Real friend. I know a lot of folks are uncomfortable talking about black, gay, male.
1: Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, what do you need to take out? Do you take out the man? Do you take out the gay? Do you take out the black?
0: And now, the one,
2: the only... Trent Jackson
0: <laughs> Expected number Hi everybody, thanks so much for listening to In The Mix For Trent It's Monday, May 2nd yeah! Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on the main. Yeah! Tay, can you, um put this date down in the book. I want you to write this down on a piece of paper um, in that book, that that green book back there. <laughs> and I want you to write this down verbatim. Today, May 2nd, 2022, is the day that Trent Jackson went flip mode. Today is the day that, um, you know what they say when you get famous? Oh, now he's funny acting. <laughs> Let today be that day Today is the day that I start acting funny For a number of reasons Because most people are full of shit and they're crazy That's number one um, And number two I've noticed something about 90% of my friends 90% They know who they are when, when they'll hear this it'll, it'll rub them the wrong way They'll get mad, they'll turn off or whatever the fuck They'll probably text me, I don't give a fuck (laughs) People do not like it when you change And when you stop doing certain things And you show up a different way People do not like that Because then what I learned about growing up um, And changing habits and moving on from depression And things of that nature um, A couple things happened you find a very small group of friends who move with you. And and the reason why they move with you is because they're on the same page. You guys just hadn't talked about it. And. I've been a lot of my friends. I can count them um, all on one hand, the ones that have smoked weed and have now stopped smoking weed or um, gearing towards sobriety. Um, we kind of band together and we're a collective and. Here's the thing We are all growing together And It's funny because I was I talked to um, A friend over the weekend I called her yesterday Um, Shout out to her, it was her birthday party And I called her up and I said Look, is this gonna be um, You know, a drug sponsored event And (laughs) And she said, no. Excuse me, I had to get a sip. But typically, let me explain something to you. We've smoked weed in the past. And only a handful of people knew that, you know, I was starting out on this sobriety journey. And after Friday's show, when I talked about this, I've been talking about but Friday's show. It hit different It was something different about that show And Random people that I had no clue Even listened to the show Found a way to leave me commentary Because it seems as though everyone in the world Well not everyone A handful of people um, Are changing habits And they're doing things different Their whole order of business is is different From the way that it was And she shared something with me She says I too have been pulled back from smoking weed so yes and she said you are not alone um on your journey i heard friday's show and we had a minute to talk about it because i didn't even know that she had listened and i had not i didn't even expect for that to come up so you never know who's rooting for you and whenever you feel like you're alone you're not because there's always somebody else going through something which is why i do this show and people just um they get weird at this point people know that the show is more about um it's it's more to it than just a gay show because it's not really that you know it's about life it's about um change it's about growing up it's about working through pain it's about all these things and most people aren't even ready for that um or the scope of my show that's just a fact and i've accepted that over the past week because You know, and being clear minded and not smoking and having any, you know, substances in your body to alter you or make you think otherwise. You see shit clearly, crystal clear and more clear than you've ever seen it before. And if you're not ready for that type of thing, it could be very, very scary because, you know, you already know people are full of shit and, you know, the world and all like that. But and when you are um, high you don't respond to it as much Because you know it's there And you're just like Yeah yeah whatever <laughs> Ain't got nothing to do with me I'm chilling But then You become sober And you see all the shit And Not only is it shocking But it's like You gotta either arm up And walk out into the world ready Or you've gotta go back in the house And get back on the substance it's, Those are the only two options And Nigga I'm walking out of this motherfucker boat I like making people uncomfortable I like making people think Um <laughs> Because I've walked on eggshells for years and I've made everybody else feel comfortable. And guess what? It's your turn now. I don't care, it's your turn. Because either you're gonna wake the fuck up or you're gonna stay the fuck out of my way and leave me the fuck out. And I'm cool with that. I wasn't cool with it before, but I'm definitely cool with it now because there's nothing worse than running on a hamster wheel and staying in a situation to your detriment when you think it's gonna change and you know that it's not. So I'm good. I'm not for the week. You know, everything was all cool when I was high And, you know, people thought, oh, they had one up over me Now that we're at an equal playing field, bitches don't like that Because now you see me for who I am, for real, for real And now you feel stupid While you sat up there and talked all that motherfucking shit And thought I was going to be high forever and all like that you know I just I see the way that y'all are responding to me and trust me I'm going to fucking rub it in I'm not taking my foot off of anybody's neck and I suggest that you jump on board and do the same because you know either you're gonna get left behind or um or you're gonna roll with it that's just that simple yeah y'all are really uncomfortable I know I lost some friends last week it's all good because you wasn't a friend in the first motherfucking place and I've always known that you're full of shit I'm calling hoes out And let me just make this clear. I'm not judging anybody for what they do, especially if it's something that I've done before. But when something is to your detriment, you need to wake up and realize it before it's too late. Playtime is over. And you guys need to stop allowing people to play in your motherfucking face like it's a joke because it's not. It's not a game anymore. People are getting left behind. Money is getting tighter. The world is a fucking you got to be geared up and you got to be ready you can't be around here faking and shaking and pussyfooting and all like that you got to find your people you got to um group up because <laughs> it's about to get real and there's going to come a point where you wish that you had friends like me let me just say this somebody commented on a post that i put up this morning with um with um which one of those wayne boys was it marlon wayne and um you know he said don't call me when it's time to party and have fun because i'm busy which is true bitch we've been partying our whole motherfucking life how much more partying can we do playtime is over and the kind of friends that you want sure you want friends to show up when you're you know having a good time but a lot of the times when it's a congratulatory moment that's when everybody shows up and everybody in the congratulatory moment and party they not real and they not for you because everybody can show up to have fun. But who's going to show up when you motherfucking depressed and can't get out the goddamn bed? so nobody want to deal with that? You know, who's going to be your friend when you're going through something and you're getting evicted and ain't got no job and need some money or whatever? That's when you need friends. Anybody can show up and have some margaritas for the promotion. But who's going to show up when you ain't got shit, when you need some shit, um, and you're really going through some motherfucking shit? Those are the people that I want around me. And if you're lucky enough, I'll show up. But I'm not showing up for nobody no more. Because I can, you know, in hindsight, (laughs) I don't know if she's listening, but shout out to my homegirl, Shannon. Because every day she picked up the phone when I was going through something in Arizona. Every day. There was not one day she didn't pick up the phone. Not one day. And I went through it for a whole motherfucking eight months straight. Every day there was always something new She never not once picked up the phone Thank you for that Everybody else had a little slick ass comment Or thought it was me keeping up some shit Or maybe (laughs) mm, I recorded all that too And see now when you're going through something You're going to remember all the shit that I said And I'm not going to be so crazy no more (laughs) I got a homegirl right now. One day she called me. I said, I can't stand nobody. I hate everybody. She stopped talking to me because she took it personal. Now, guess who called me about three weeks ago crying on the phone talking about she hate every goddamn body. Now she understands. Watch who the fuck you judge. That's why I don't judge people for what they do. Because I know everybody's working through something. And everybody's got to fucking do what they got to do to get through through it and get where they got to go never judge anybody because as soon as you judge somebody and you think that you cute because you got your job and your promotion and all like that you got money now the tables is always turned nigga make sure you on the right side of the motherfucking table when it turns
1: you're listening
0: in the mix with trent on on demand you're back in the mix with trent um live streaming on bkt radio and spotify on demand thanks for listening Hope everybody had a good weekend. Truly. You know, I'm very um, very clear, more clear than ever, that um, I need to stay in the house until October. <laughs> or only be around other sober people, because I'm going to tell you something. Um, I was at a lovely um, Ladera Heights party yesterday. It was so beautiful. Um, day party um, vibes, you know, I had on my white chair was laid looked real cute right um but everybody else uh, there at the party were kind of dry and corporate um and it was no reflection um on the host because we talked about it because i'm very honest um especially when people ask me my opinion even when they don't i'm gonna say something <laughs> after everybody leaves of course unless um so you know there were some celebrity people in the room and i'll leave it at that because you know how it goes right um either you were there and you saw it or um you saw the one little brief bit on my instagram and we've all seen him before on my instagram so it really don't matter (laughs) but yeah there was you know some celebrity types and you know acquaintances and um first all like that um and you know me i dipped off into the corner um, and you know sat next to my celebrity friend And talked to him Talked to the host And um, who else is there um, That girl Keisha I'll just say Keisha I'm not going to say Keisha from where No we're not talking about Rudy From um, what you call it um, Some of Bobby Brown's crew was there Right um, I was sitting across from that one girl She's a Scorpio She's She's very weird And she kept looking at me Like she wanted to talk to me um but her energy was conflicting she was confused and i wasn't about to jump on that confusion board because she looked like she had smoked all the weed um and yesterday if we smoked would have been the day because she was one of these girls that you go out in the back and smoke weed with and talk to and be like girl so when you're coming out with another album or you know something like that and she the vibe was just wrong and i'm like i'm not gonna talk to her so um yeah, it was. Mm, I didn't talk to any of them because it was very weird. I ended up talking to the host's niece. She's a therapist and a tarot card reader. Love her. Uh, oh, so you know we had everything to talk about because I'm gonna find my people. Because um, I had to pull her to the side because I knew that um, she was the one that I could whisper in the ear and be like, "Bitch, look at all these fake ass corporate motherfuckers up here." <laughs> when the fuck they getting out so because i like you because you know and real gravitates towards real so what happened was um i had a cup of sangria and i was drunk i mean i was fucked up and i ain't never been this drunk before and i was looking around and i was like is it just me or is am i drunk and i said it out loud and did nobody say nothing so then i thought i had got some of the um hollywood punch you know, where they take you off to the back room, and next thing you know, it's like eight niggas and two bitches jacking off over you, and then you've got a movie deal. Okay, but it wasn't that. It was just sangria. It was just very, very strong. um So then after I got up, I was like, oh yeah, I'm drunk. And they were like, oh yeah, the sangria is strong. And then the host is like, oh yeah, I hooked that sangria up, and the sangria was good, but baby, I ain't had a drink since my birthday, so yeah, I ain't been drinking or doing nothing, Jesus. Bitch, when you got a whole ass heart condition and they tell you that your heart is hardened up and, and alcohol and tobacco is the reasons why. Why would I do that? Child, please. I'm down um to my high school weight. Yes. I'm down to my high school weight. Still fat, but smaller. Yeah. I look just like high school right now. So um I'm gonna do some more you know working out because now i have a certain number in my head and i think that it's very attainable but let me tell you i walked two miles this morning and i was i'm still walking tonight i've got three miles to walk tonight i was supposed to go with my walking buddy but i'm not gonna drag him on air i already knew that he wasn't wasn't coming earlier in the day spirit had already told me oh he's not coming because people say that they're ready for the change and they not It's no shade it's just what it is and you can't force anybody but you also can't let it motherfucking uh, stop and break your flow either especially when you've got goals and look i like the way i look right now um i feel great this is the best i've ever felt in my whole life bitch. i look good I will fuck your man, okay? <laughs> I'm just joking.
1: Close your legs and marry me. Exactly,
0: I have, and I am committed to that. So, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, my dick don't get hard for nobody right now. I sometimes I have to make sure that it still works, cause it's like, mm-mm, no one excites me except one man. <laughs> But you have to back up and give niggas space so they can make a decision about what they want in their lives because you can't force that either. Everybody, when I say that I'm not coming outside into October, bitch, I mean that. You will not see me. You will see my TV show. You might see me on Instagram, but bitch, I'm not coming to your house. I'm not hanging out with you. Bitch, fuck every event that you got going on respectfully. I'm not coming, no shade. Honey, I'll send a card and a gift, but I'm not showing up. I'm you no, know, I'm not. I'm not a hater, and I've, I, very much want people to know that I am there and support them. But you just will not see me, and you gotta respect that. I don't want to look at nobody right now, and being sober, and being clear minded, and being um, a person that people are not used to. People need to get acclimated to that, and I'm not trying to shove my shit off on nobody, nigga. I'm full throttle, hundred percent. I'm not holding my tongue um i'm nice but i do not seek to be respectable okay and i mean that shit because fuck your feelings (laughs) i don't give a fuck about your feelings keep them to yourself they have nothing to fucking do with me (laughs) and i will promptly tell you that let's stick to the facts okay i don't have time for all the riffraff because guess what i'm trying to heal my own motherfucking emotions that have been out of order for the last motherfucking at least 30 years All because I got a fucking narcissistic Psycho bitch for a parent (laughs) And a a long Family of narcissists um, You know interacting my whole life So I need some time to undo this shit And undoing while doing While sober and the cool thing is I have practice at this when I went to rehab A couple years ago Same thing It's different now because I've Pretty much healed that shit This is who the fuck they are This is who my mother is They're all walking around, A, undiagnosed, and B, unhealed. I have nothing to do with that. Only thing I can do is heal myself and accept what it is for what it is and move the fuck out of the way and move on. That's it. And not participate. It's that simple. And I wish I would've been able to get it 10 years ago, but I'm cool with where I am now. (laughs) Because not only do I have to heal myself mentally, I've got to heal myself internally. And I know that I'm going to fucking do that. And you can't heal when you've got a bunch of sick motherfuckers around you that won't even accept that something is wrong with them. Because when you're sitting up smoking weed every motherfucking day, it's unhealthy. And when I was doing it, I knew that. But there's a difference at 25 and 40. 40. This shit catches up to you when you're sitting up, getting fucked up and drunk every fucking day, morning, noon and night. It's unhealthy. You need to heal mentally and on the inside because the shit they affect each other at the same goddamn time. And hopefully you're smart enough to catch it and and no one to stop because most people don't. I listen to my body. I know when something is wrong. And like most people, I go to the fucking doctor because I need to fucking know. And when you are one with yourself, you can heal yourself by yourself once you're in tune. And trust me, you can't do that with a bunch of motherfucking people around you. So I'm on some new shit and it's gonna inspire other people to be on some new shit too because everybody's gonna wanna know, oh, what did you do? (laughs) Bitch, I sat at home and shut my fat ass the fuck up. And I was quiet for six months. Nigga, I talked for six months. I'm going to go be quiet for six months. And I'm going to get myself together. So my life can look different. Because the first half of it, it was cool. And I'm grateful for some of those moments. But half of that shit, I didn't fucking like. And I don't want the other half of my life looking remotely fucking close. So I've got to do something different. And it's going to take a lot of fucking work. And it has to be done by myself because this is my assignment. This is what I want to do. It's me. How do they say it? It's it's, it's not you, it's me. That's what it is. It's not you, it's me. So I'm going to get myself together. And we can all watch and kumbaya in the process. <laughs> but you're not going to see me. And just be cool with that. <laughs> you're in the mix with Trent. Thanks for listening. Yeah! Back in a second.
2: You're listening to In The Mix with Trent. What up, the
0: oh. I love me some si this yeah! He's great. Maybe we can play a side of the song before the show is over. Yeah! A good one, too. Oh, that's good. Um, Yeah, she would probably sound good against some Janet. Yeah, so that's that's good. Thanks, Tay. Um, Of course. Yeah, so did I finish telling you? Um, No, I didn't. So let's go back to the party because I went off on a real deep tangent. I mean, it was good, but... I mean let's get back to this ladera heights party everyone loves a ladera heights party where they have hansen's cakes oh the icing oh it's so good so after that cup of sangria girl i'm totally wasted and i walk past the food um table they have mediterranean food there so um, I didn't eat any of the meat because I'm just against that right now. <laughs> so I had all these vegetables, um, you know, this the you know the sauce, the pita bread, the hum hummus, <laughs> as I call it, you know, hummus, um, and some vegetables, right? A little bit of that rice, and you know, on the way back past the table, I saw that cake, and I was like, hmm. That cake would probably be good right now. And then I'm drunk. I need to eat something, right? So I'm swaying or not. So I get the cake. And as I pick up the cake, there's this fat ass producer. You know who I'm talking about. He's produced a lot of people or whatever. And he's there. And I pick up the cake and I kind of look at him and giggle. I was like, my mm, bet he's not going to eat my cake. <laughs> I mean, not laugh. But I was on the table. Um, no, on the couch, on the other side of the table. Um, and he's telling the story how he had um COVID pneumonia last year, and pulmonary embolisms in his legs after flying, and he was in the hospital and all this dramatic stuff. And I was like, "Girl, and you sit up here drinking champagne at this place? (laughs) I mean, not one to judge, but bitch, that's a lot of stuff to be going through." Um just a few months ago and you said no girl Mm -mm." i said yeah let me let me just stay away from this whole table um there was a bitter ex-girlfriend over there it was just a mess that that whole little circle was uh -uh, it was a no it was a no go so i walk um past him and i go get the cake (laughs) and then I skirt off to um, the host and where her cousin are talking and I'm like, yeah, I'll let y'all talk because she kind of had summoned me over and I was like, no, I'll let y'all talk because, you know, when cousins talk, it's family business and I stay out of all that. (laughs) I don't care what y'all say, but bitch, I'm minding my own motherfucking business. I've got a corner over here. I'm good. (laughs) I talk to my celebrity actor friends. You know, there's somebody, you know, and, and then I'm cool with the daughter of the host. So I start talking to her, honey, and she walk around looking like Chili was looking at 93 hot thing i was like can you dance like chili too because you know chili only does five dances all you gotta do is go on youtube and look at it so i get the cake and i'm over there making love to the cake and then i make eye contact with um this girl and i just felt her energy and i start busting up laughing and I walk over to her. I said, look, bitch. I said, I'm drunk. And this cake is so good. She said, yeah. She said, because you was into it. I said, look. I said, I don't even know what kind of cake this is. But, bitch, you better go get some because I'm getting another piece. Okay? <laughs> this cake is mine. And I said, I'm not eating anything else for the rest of the week. <laughs> Listen. I said, this cake is the bitch. Go get some. Here. And then I was like, here. Take some of this. Taste taste the icing. And she was like, oh, my God. It's so good. I'm like, Yes this cake is everything and i'm like where did this cake come from i said i just need this cake for like the middle of the fucking week but it would take me forever to eat it because now i don't get munchies and stuff like that no more and i don't even have a taste for it i literally only want like vegetables and um kebabs and you know shit like a salad shit like that i'm telling you it's so weird when you um just get in line with yourself you almost don't even have to force anything Because your body will just Crave something different It'll jump on a whole different fucking frequency Is what it is And your shit just changes And the crazy part is I haven't even done a lot of exercise And bitch the weight just falls off <laughs> When you heal that trauma And you are not fucking What's eating Gilbert's grape At seven years old anymore um, You've got all this family shit what the family Yeah um, It subsides but the cake was good The cake Oh So I killed that piece And I walked over to the host I said look I said Hurry up And, and pass this cake I said Because I will eat this whole table I said Send me to a corner or something Take me away from the cake So she was like Here Eat this and you know what it was it was like a broken piece and it was like somebody had used the knife to cut the cake and all like the cake crumbs were on i was like oh you saved my life so i sobered up eating this cake and i didn't want anything else and then the next thing i had i went into the kitchen and cleared the greek salad not all of it but i had a whole plate full of it right because it was tons of it and these is niggas they wouldn't eat no salad i fucked that salad up, man i had my way with that salad Hmm and then my grandma called me and she had been looking for me for like days she'd been like posting on my facebook and stuff and i'm just like grandma what what are you doing like it's two in the morning like what are you doing up what's going on with you it's like it's weird it's, it's mad weird and i just got nervous shout out to grandma jackson i love it she tries You to bring up my dad's other children, she goes off. She fuck Charlie, the family she, very much, very much fuck that girl, child. Yeah, so you know, I be minding my business and shit. Um Oh my yeah, this is it. I found out the cake. So the cake came from Hanson's, it was good. Um it was a lovely party. Um It was it was a, it was a good time. It was lovely. I'm glad that I went. Because, you know, only certain people can get me, um, out of the house. But, um, I've had my social event for the month. I'm fine if I don't go anywhere else this month and have to look at people. And matter of fact, um oh well you know what well here's the thing there's only a handful of people that i can tolerate like i have a girlfriend good girlfriend her birthday is coming up at the end of the month so obviously i'm gonna take her out um for her for dinner or something you know like that before she skeets out of town (laughs) and i'm not being by well and then there's this event on sunday it's in it's it's in the calendar but you know my mother can act up and go crazy and then it will be canceled (laughs) at any given moment and you know I just I, I'm 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 banking on her to act right cuz you know um you know she she gets crazy <laughs>
2: You're a dummy bitch. You will never know shit. Don't nobody want you. Don't nobody need bitch, you. You know what? See, I think <laughs> I think you're trying me. I think you're really trying to fuck with me. Pose okay. your legs at me Pose your legs at
1: me men.
0: <laughs> so now, you know i heard that the um housewives of atlanta came on last night the season whatever premiered. i don't care yeah i'm all about potomac now because yeah. You know, i just want you know they would have to bring phedra they would have to bring her back in order for me to watch that shit because it's stupid now and i don't even know why well they kicked her off because candy has more star power but we all know that the producers had gave her that storyline and then she ran with it that's they, they did her dirty they just didn't want her on there no more because apollo was in jail and what else was she gonna talk about she ain't winning no cases that's public information allegedly so yeah um there's something that i want to talk about of importance it's about um why when women are dating men they have such a bad time because men are emotionally attracted to um other men (laughs) not in a gay way but um somebody sent it to me this morning on instagram and i was like oh this is so true i'm gonna talk about this on my show later amongst other things because that is correct men are um emotionally attached to other men and attracted to other men for the most part and there's a reason why it's not because they're gay um it's because they got fucking emotional terrorists from others yeah you know you know where i'm going with this let's break it all the way down (laughs) back in a second
2: you're listening to in the mix with Trent on on.
0: You are back in the Mixture Trent live streaming on BKT radio and Spotify. On yeah! Oh, it's so funny that, um, I just got um, a notification when I was on break that, um, they reminded us for the reservation on Sunday that you must be, um, Vaccinated for COVID, and you must bring your or proof of vaccination.
1: <laughs>
0: Guess who's not having dinner? My mother. Did I just violate HIPAA? So I was minding my business this morning, and uh, I got an Instagram uh, DM. You know, it's so funny that even though that I know who's DMing me, and I can see it. I always get annoyed when I receive messages on Instagram. It's like, what do you want on Instagram? Still to this day. Maybe I'm just a bitch. And I'm just like, oh, what? No, it's not even that. Like, ringing phones annoy me. Like, that's why my phone is on silent most of the time. And now it's even Jimmy to where... Um, <laughs> only certain people can get through and then there's the other dice roll where like right now my phone is at uh, 10%. Like my phone is always like needing of a charge. So a lot of the times like one ring on the phone will kill the phone. Yeah, we got to work on that. Mm. So um I was minding my business and I get this message on Instagram. And it was so fascinating. I'm just going to play it for you. Give my hair. I'm just
2: coming out of the shower. But I had a bit of a realization. Um, the reason why it's so complicated for women to like find good guys while they're dating is because men are physically attracted to women. But they're emotionally attracted to men. They're emotionally invested in other men. Because there's no way that if you were invested in the opposite sex emotionally... That you would put them through all that turmoil. They go, they jump through hoops to impress other men emotionally, but they only jump through hoops to impress women physically, i.e., sex, how they look, and stuff like that. Um, just push for thought. Mm. Forgive my hair. I'm just coming out of the shower, but I had a bit of a realization. Um, the reason why it's so complicated for women to, like, find good guys while they're dating is because men are physically attracted to women, but they're emotionally attracted to men. They're emotionally invested in other men because there's no way that if you were invested in the opposite. Stop it.
0: So here's the thing. Well, are we Since we're specifically talking about black men and for a nice chunk of black men. They did not have fathers. So when you get around other men, you are longing for this emotional connection that you did not have. So in long part, their homeboys are a lot of the times their fathers and the first minute they connect and bond with. So yes, if there is a absence of an emotional attachment from a father, then yes, you are going to be all up in your homeboys ass. (laughs) Not like that, but I'm saying because As men, and it was. I'll use myself as an example, it was even harder for me as a gay man because I did not have a father and because men did not want to be around me, right? Because I was gay and I was sexually attracted to men, that was my way of communicating, just like he stated in the video. I thought that was a way to communicate. It wasn't until two years ago where I'm around guys and... Friendships are being formed So I had to teach myself this Which is why I'm so emotionally connected To my male friends However, it's also taught me How to properly connect with men In a sexual level Because now I don't sexually objectify men So now you have to switch the roles Around for the straight people And let's take it a step further We always highlight women And their And their daddy issues because it's the same exact thing. But a lot of the times, because this is the thing that we don't talk about. Some women are just not emotionally equipped to give their children any type of love. So if you have a son and you are emotionally dead as a woman and as a mother, you are giving your son the same exact things. And if you have a straight son, the turmoil that he is putting women through while he's dating is really how he feels about his mother but that's the part that we don't want to talk about though because it's always strong black women and, and, and all this and there's one an elimination for a man and then two you're emasculating a man and then three your son sees all this and he thinks that this is how a woman is supposed to act and this is how you get a fuck boy for a son, and you wonder who, how did he get like this? I didn't raise him to be like that. Sure, you did because you saw by example on how you treated the men around you and how you treated him. It's the that's what the turmoil that he's describing. So sure, yeah, he he'll he'll fuck you because guess what? That's all you need, right? Because you're independent and you don't really need a man for anything but to fuck. Oh, oh. So let's look at the psychology behind it and let's just not blame shit on dudes all the time because it's two-part. There's a reaction to an action. And y'all know y'all girls are provocative. (laughs) The first thing y'all like to jump to, nigga, you ain't shit. Then you get this reaction. What does he do? i'll run over to your homeboy house and tell him well damn you already know he didn't have a daddy and you didn't have a daddy which is why you don't know how to interact with men and that's why you can't keep one because you don't even know the the proper balance so everybody's got a part pick your part be responsible and sit your ass off in the motherfucking room like brandy and heal (laughs) So you can have better interactions throughout. And let's have a real conversation. And let's just stop picking sides about what we going to identify with on that day. And take responsibility for all of it. Because guess what? It's an action to a reaction. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'll be back in a second. Hope you enjoyed my TED Talk. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>! <laughs> You're listening to In The
0: Mix with Trent
1: on On, on, on Demand.
0: I thought my TED talk was over, but I think I need to um, add some more. <laughs> You're back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening, live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on yeah! demand. Yeah! Um, let me just give you an update on my cat.
1: <laughs>
0: it's still roaming around, it's present. Yeah! I think it might be here to stay. to let you know that we still have not come up with a name for her yet Oh, okay come on no no nope nope not doing it with you okay enough so um i don't have a name and, um i have a few names so I'm with, i have a three in my hat that i'm gonna pick from but yeah um, Someone A listener Questioned the fact That um, Not questioned it But just said It was a very interesting fact um, That men use their friends As as their father figures And I'll give a prime example um, All of the men in my family I have First of all I have nine aunts and uncles And because my grandfather Was a rolling stone And an abuser and a narcissist, manipulator, gambling, psychopath Virgo, among other things. (laughs) He was not really a father to his sons. Um, And when they got of age, they, you know, really hung out with friends that they looked up to more than, you know, oh, this is my equal, this is my friend. And I can attest because I didn't have a father and I did not have uncles that I could look up to. Um, I was fortunate enough to have friends that had dads growing up, but I wasn't close enough to where we interacted like that. Like, oh, this is like my sec. Well, there was that one. (laughs) Won't call his name. He's funny. I spent a lot of time with him, but he was uh, he was somebody that I knew that I did not want as a father (laughs) and maybe I'm not a good example because um yeah but as I got older um the friends that I did I didn't look at them as fathers but I looked at them more so as you know if I more so a a boyfriend these are the these are the traits because it was like for me it was reprogramming um how i interacted with men and i knew the direct correlation was i did not have a father um to properly you know structure that for me um and because it was already late in the game it was like i had to default to a boyfriend because that is the next um equivalent of, of my interaction with a guy so maybe i'm not a good example <laughs> there's going to be um some guys coming in random guys not any of my friends randoms heterosexuals exclusively because yes they're taste friends i'll give you a little credit because i really need to know what is on the mind of these um millennials and their brothers there's a trio of boys Um, And they were in the studio last night When I came by I was like what the fuck is this Like who are these niggas So it was The brother The two brothers and then the uncle Is that right Yeah so it was very interesting So the younger brother He's 24 he goes to Dominguez with Tay And then he has a middle brother That's like 35 And then the uncle is like 47 So it's you know like almost like a dad and his two sons like type of dynamic but you know just the generational differences um and it's not that far apart and just the kind of conversations i'm like this is great i was like we should turn the mics on now but i didn't have time i was in my um my white pants and i have to go home and change no i just had to come by because um I got an alert on the studio doors that they kept opening and moving. And I'm like, who the fuck is up in there walking around? Are they trying to steal equipment? <laughs> Ain't no equipment to steal. It's all uh, glued down.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just have access to the doors. Um, the cameras are in the back. And I was just like, what is going on? I <laughs> mean, I'm right here on the break. Let me just run down. <laughs> and just in the homies. Next time, give a nigga some notice.
1: Because
0: I was about to, I, I pulled up on him. So I said, like, "Who the fuck is that?" It was real, real ratchet. Like they didn't know that my voice would get that deep. I was a full-on man. <laughs> oh shit! But you know what? I need. Um, it's so interesting. I was. I'm walking around this the soundstage earlier. Oh, it's a commercial break. So I'll tell that story when I come back. You're in the mix with Trent. Uh, live streaming on BKT Radio. Thanks for listening. Back in a second.
1: You're listening to in the mix with Trent on on demand.
0: You are back in the mix with Trent. Live streaming on BKT and Spotify on demand. It's Monday, May second. Thanks for listening. We're at the end of the show. Before I get out of here, I wanted to say that um, the first five episodes of In The Mix With Trent TV are now available on Spotify free of charge. So that is in the stream. They're available right now. And the remaining half of the season In The mix With Trent is um, the season finale week is next week. So the last few episodes um, episodes 8, 9, and 10 are next week yeah! Finally got a date on that Those will be exclusively available um, To the VIP subscribers And those will be available for stream and purchase And rental um, on com. Yeah! Those will not be on Spotify So go check those out when you get a minute. And then we're going to start working on season two of In The Mixed Trent TV this summer. Yeah! It's been a very interesting show today. Um, I forgot what I said. <laughs> no, you totally have to ask somebody that listens to the show. Um, I tell people all the time, I can't tell you what my show is about. I can give you an idea Um, because again, when you are the teacher, you don't see the perspective of the student. You can't be friends with the student until the lesson is over. So I don't know what my show is about. It's just me um, talking (laughs) (laughs) about the real, (laughs) you know, all the things that you um, were not prepared to hear. That's what my show is about, all the things that people should be talking about, Um, don't know how to talk about, but want to talk about, all those things. Um, And I think by now, I think I said this earlier in the show, we should know that um, it's really not about gay stuff. Sometimes it is, but not all the time. Um, It's really a show that everybody can, you know, get something from, so... in due time everyone will get it and in my mind the the tv show version will will help people get a better gauge of what this is really about and what's going on over here so it's now on spotify thanks so much for listening i do appreciate it um Always be of service to yourself before you're of service to anyone else. I do appreciate you for listening. You've been in the mix with Trent, and let's talk again on Wednesday.
1: You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on On Demand.